0: Welcome back, J&J, fucking Benner's talking over me, Juju's talking over me, what's
1: up? What's up, guys?
2: <laughs> being accused,
1: be accused of being drunk on a Tuesday afternoon, it's not like I'm working or anything. Uh,
2: it's,
0: that's true. Well, you know if Benner's here, it's a Broncos episode. Yes, Sean Payton is the new head coach, breaking news. How are we feeling, guys? What, what's the? What's the temperature in the room? Oh Julian go first.
2: Hey man, uh I have my feelings about Champagne in general. He's a fucking tool. The length of, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> That's
1: mean, why I let I, him go first.
2: It's just a Falcon. Speaking for the Falcons, though. Oh so, fucking, uh, so you know, this is just
0: your Falcons bias coming out.
2: It, we, yes, but I mean I will respect him. He is a good coach. I think he's a little overhyped though, in my opinion. Um, I don't think he's worth the first round pick, in my opinion, as well. Um, I think if the Broncos just hired him, you know, with no compensation, this would have been a hell of a fucking hire for the Broncos. Yeah, but they can't. Um, on the other, yeah, I know. Um, on the other side, though, um, this is a good hire for the Broncos. Though I know, either regardless, um, we'll see if it's worth it. Last year we said Nathaniel Hankett was going to be good. Now <laughs> look at him now. Um, but I just think Champagne has had the benefit of having a a good roster and with him when he. When he coaches the Saints, um, and then improved, like obviously, like the defense when in his last year that he was there was good. He has Kamara, Michael Thomas, when he's fucking wants to play, uh, Drew Brees in the twilight of his career, but that's still a decent Drew Brees. Um, and then of course, when he won the Super Bowl, he had a hell of a roster there too. So I we'll see. I mean, he has the same kind of roster construction in Denver, so this will fit him well. He'll do great. The Broncos are AFC West. You
0: know, competitors now again. So we'll see. Benner, what's the move, bro? What is? I mean, it? Before is I it, say that, can I ask real quick before you yeah, go, what was yeah. your what was your top uh, like guy that you wanted for the job for those actually, that haven't listened to the seven one nine sports show?
1: I actually wanted Jim Codwell. That was my guy. Okay, just 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 because I think Codwell is a tremendous <clears throat> a, a tremendous coach. I don't think he gets the credit that he absolutely deserves i mean you know give me a man that took a detroit lions team that only had matthew stafford and megatron and coaches them to an 11-5 record um in a wild card berth and honestly gets into the playoffs three years in a row before the team kind of fell apart yeah i was i was kind of on board of codwell being you know a, a a solid option for a team that was like desperate for um an identity. Um mm. but you know the Broncos going into this coaching search like option A and option B however you want to see it in whatever order you want to see it was Jim Harbaugh and and Sean Payton Broncos yeah. were trying to look for um a coach like trying to find a coach that is a big hire a big name and someone that has had su- success no matter how you want to view these guys um on the overall hire i actually am very indifferent about it um there there's just pers- there's a lot of part of the, partially because of how and what we were talking before the episode jc is just how the overall reporting has been <laughs> in this coaching search for the broncos you know if you know we posted an episode this morning from 719 sports and it, it was a rant episode without the language of just what the hell is going on with this coaching search just that there was just seemed to be no answers truly what was going on up until today um the other indifferent side of it is you know sean payton interviewed with i think everyone that had a vacancy or at least half of them. Like, I know he talked to us. I know he talked to the Panthers. I know he talked to Cardinals. The, the Cardinals. I don't know if he talked to the Texans. I think he did. Um, I think he did too. But, I, so I, I yeah. think he honestly basically talked to everyone that had a vacancy. And it almost seemed like no one was like biting at the bit to try to get a deal done with the Saints, biting, you know, trying to get that second interview schedule with Peyton um, or anything like that. And so, you know, there was a lot of, you know, Reports coming out that like, oh, these interviews of Peyton are not going well. He's stirring a lot of teams wrong. There were the reports that he was, you know, he was leaking information and, you know, all these reports that like, he was trying like to just use the media against these teams. It was weird, man, mm-hmm. of all that was going on. And it just kind of – and so I kind of just sat there. I was like, okay, what about Peyton is he's stirring these – you know, stirring these teams wrong? You know, then there was reports that Russell Wilson did call him, which is true um you know a lot of people in denver media did report that um and you know it was clear that russell wilson's pick was sean payton um and that's you know which is which like i get under 100 because back when R- russell demanded the trade from seattle his three teams were the saints the broncos and the giants in that order um and You know, he really wanted to go to the Saints because Sean. he really wanted to work with Sean Payton. Sean Payton has a good relationship with Russell Wilson. Really what just happened is at the time the Saints just had no compensation and no ammo to give Seattle um, for Russell Wilson. Otherwise, they probably would have pulled that trade off. Um, And so then Russell moves down the list and goes to Denver. And, you know, then a year later, well, he's getting Sean Payton anyways. Um, At the same time, I think there was also a lot of, like, like a lot of conversation about like okay what is the true compensation that you have to give up for Sean Payton I think there was a lot of different reports out there what it was going to look like Um, I think at the same time I think each team was getting a different request you know you know the Broncos were told hey you got to give up this this and this and the panthers probably maybe got something different like i guarantee you the saints probably looked at the panthers like yo if we're gonna send sean payton to a division rival i want two first round picks back where yeah, as more than that but probably more than that honestly <laughs> whereas like the broncos or the texans is like yeah we want a first but if like, you give us like a if you give us a third as well you know it's going to be okay you know so i think there was <clears> this, <throat> i think there was a lot of just trying to figure out what the true compensation was um and so I'm indifferent just because like because we did have the a conversation. Um, as it as it has been reported, we are giving the Saints our first round pick this year, um, our second round pick next year. We get and in return, we get Sean Payton as our head coach, and we get the Saints third round pick in 2024. So I'm indifferent about having to give up another first round pick after the rust trade, even though I still am in favor of the rust trade. Um And then at the same time, like, I'm also like waiting to see like, okay, cool. We have a head coach. What kind of staff are you going to build? Because, and the biggest reason on that one is, you know, last year we were talking, like you mentioned Hackett, you know, I was really high and really amped up on the Hackett hire. You know, Julian can testify that he was in, he was, he was in the office when that hire happened. Um, But then Hackett built the staff that he did. And I was like, that is a atrociously bad staff of inexperience and we saw how that happened so I don't know like Sean Payne's a great coach he's had success in the NFL um he 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 has a Super Bowl on his belt he's considered a Hall of Fame Hall of Fame coach um so I'm excited that he's on this is going to be our head coach um it sucks that we had to give up more draft capital uh Mm -hmm. but now I'm kind of sitting back and waiting okay who you got who are you going to to hire uh, to be on your staff you know it's you know, KOA, the, the state-sponsored radio station out of Denver, is reporting that the Broncos are in negotiation with Fick Vangio to be the defensive coordinator, which is really weird to me that he'd be so open to doing that. Um, But it's also the positive of those all day is we're not having to overhaul overhaul a defensive roster because he still coaches a 3-4 scheme, which is what Everett coaches. But I'm also the one that I want to keep Everett as my defense coordinator, so. Yeah, overall indifferent. Um happy a bit of a hire, but a lot of question marks. A lot of questions that still need to be answered about where this goes.
2: Well let me ask you a couple a uh, quick follow-up Ben, out. I'm curious um, about the whole situation. Uh, well first you brought up Evro. I love Evro. I'm I'm if you guys keep him that'll be that'll be that'll be clutch. Oh I'll be uh, thrilled.
1: I'll be thrilled. If, it,
2: if it's Fangio though uh, I think with before I get to the question with Fangio though, I think it'll be fine. And the reason I say that is because I, half of the roster is gone from when he got hot fired. Like I think I, being gone for a year, kind of like was like whatever. Is like it's fine. Like you know, I think with time you get over things. Uh, if there was ever a sour relationship there, um, it's fine, whatever. So I think I think regardless if Fangio comes back, it'll be awkward at first, but I think it'll be okay. Um, he did have a hell of a defense when he was there. So, yeah, and he had uh, a hell. Of, he
1: had a hell of a defense when he was the defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Fangio is entirely capable of being a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I have zero concerns about that whatsoever. It's mm-hmm. just truly tr- like, hey, how does he feel about being in this building? Because you know there are still mm-hmm. some some people still on this on on this roster that he was there. You know, Passertain is still here. Uh, yeah. Baron Bar- Baron Browning is still here. Ronald Darby is still here. Uh, Justin Simmons. Um, you know, Kareem Jackson. There's still a handful of players on this defense that were here when you know when he was the head coach. Same thing on the offensive side of the ball. You still have Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. Um you know, your offensive line majority of it was here under the Fangio um coaching, coaching staff. So, you know, have has have there been people that have left? Yeah, Miller's gone, you know, Drew Locke's gone, Noah Fant's gone. Um, Shelby Harris is gone, but there's still a, a lot of this roster because it was very young. W- was here when Fangio was head coach, so it's gonna so, be it's gonna be interesting.
2: Let me ask you my follow up question. I'm curious to hear. I, and I've been saving this ever since the hire happened about two hours ago. So <laughs> you're a huge George banton guy. What what happens? Because I know Sean Payne wanted power, right? He wanted some control. Like, what the fuck's gonna happen? And what are your thoughts? Who
1: Patton? Hey, oh, Payton. Payton? get the name sorry my lord um that's a you know that's a weird one you know people like honestly that that kind of falls back under like the reporting that was coming out of denver and out of just nfl um, news in general about like how this coaching search was going what peyton was looking for i think it's one of those situations i don't know like if truly Peyton wants like full control if or what exactly he's looking for, because Peyton, in the past, has been a guy that has worked very well with GMs. Um, you know, now I'm I'm some I'm a big George Payton fan. I really am. Um, I've been his. I've been happy with his free agent signings. I've been happy with his drafts with, with what they've been. I'm like again. I'm a, I'm a fan and still in favor of the Russell Wilson trade. Um, but you know, people keep saying that Peyton wants full roster control. I haven't, like, I've seen those reports, but I also haven't seen that, like, wildly confirmed by, like, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, the Denver media with Mike Gliss, Albright, Dave Logan. I haven't seen, like, that, like, been overall confirmed. Um, I hope, like, honestly, my hope is that, like, him and Peyton were together because I'd rather have a situation where, you know, your GM is getting the final word and the final decision but your head coach's voice is big and is heard in that war room, in those scouting rooms, you know, like I want Peyton, I want Peyton, both Peytons, Sean Peyton and George Peyton, I want them to be side-by-side in those war rooms saying like, Hey, who do we want to sign? Who do we want to draft? Because the better relationship your GM and your head coach have, the overall better it's going to go for building that roster in both short term and long-term. And so, you know, I, I'm never, I'm never truly in favor of when a you know when a head coach has full control over roster you know roster decisions. Like you know, I'll point to JC. Like JC, you can't tell me you've been happy with Bill Belichick's drafting all these years. Um, As of late, yeah, but but yeah, years prior, no, absolutely not. Um, I mean, at the same time, you know, I think you know the the winningest coach in Broncos history is Mike Shanahan. Um, I think one of Mike Shanahan's faults, and it was kind of truly the downturn of his career when he got let go in 2008, is that Shanahan was both acting GM and head coach. And a, and a lot of his drafting and his free agent signings got a little bit questionable there in those last you know four or five years. So, you know, I hope that's not the case. I truly hope that George Payton um, and, and Sean Payton work together and you still have that. And then the Walton family and the Penner family and your ownership just stay the fuck out of the way. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language.
0: <laughs> hey bro, you can cuss as much as you want. Let me tell you something. If you can't spell pain right, you don't have you don't deserve control. So Sean Payne's in, George Patton is out. Fuck that guy. <laughs> oh. hey. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Look, like, th- this is my elite thing. You said it better in your beginning monologue, whatever you want to call it, but like just I'm I'm so confused on who is the number one option. I just don't get like is this just a swing for the fences? To me, this seems like last year. They were all in on Rogers. Rogers said nah. So they they moved to plan B super quick. Russell Wilson, here he comes. And now it's like from what I was seeing, it looked like Harbaugh was the guy they wanted. And they met with him again. So I was like, okay, that's probably gonna be it. And then Nothing was coming out. All of a sudden, Ryan's is the number one option. They fell, yeah,
2: they fell in love with Ryan's, I think, in the interview.
0: And then he's like, nah, I, according to what I'm reading, there's multiple things I'm reading here. He did it. He said no a bunch of times, and then according to Schefter, they never reached out to him. So I, I don't know who to believe. But, yeah, now all of a sudden, here comes champagne. all those draft picks that they're sending again, which, I mean, you know, I, I read a tweet. I think you sent it, Ben or – I read it somewhere where it's like, people have to realize that Champagne's way more, he, he's worth more than drafting a, a guard or a running back at 30, which I agree with. I mean, he, I do. I mean, it's, if it's, it, it was it's a, a top 15 pick, we're, we have a di- we're having a different, a different, conversation. different we're ha- conversation, but it's at the end of the draft, basically a second round pick since the dolphins got their first round pick taken away this year. So, <laughs> so it's like, it's basically a top of the second round pick. I mean, you can manage to live with that. So, it's just interesting how everything's kind of unfolded like within a matter of like hours like Ryan's was I, the guy and then all of a sudden here comes Peyton and I don't know it, it seems very discombobulated from the Broncos like they I, go ahead
1: no I I mean no it does look discombobulated and you know like I said that the 719 episode that was posted this this morning was basically addressing you know, like the like what the hell is going on with this coaching search um, but I do kind of want to back up a little bit to one thing I want to clarify that you talked about with the hiring of Hackett and Aaron Rodgers last year. And, um, you know, people keep saying that Nathaniel Hackett was hired for Aaron Rodgers. And, yeah, I get how that looks and I can see where that that take is coming from. Uh, it's also fair to note that Hackett was honestly the top name on in the hiring carousel last year. And it honestly, what it was considered a very weak carousel. You know, I think all three of us addressed that. <clears throat> last year there wasn't many big names that are you know mm-hmm. worth hi- hiring at the time um Hackett was you know seemed as like the like the the fresh name of the, the top hire big offensive mind analytical mind that you could bring in and he's going to like do you know people were like comparing him to the Matt LaFleur hire in Green Bay comparing him to you know at some point some people were comparing him to Sean McVay which was a weird comparison at the time and is maybe more weird now um that he was just this offensive minded genius and come in and can revamp your offense which is what Denver was looking for um after just you know 6 years of just inconsistent offense with an elite defense um yeah so Hackett was hired obviously the link to Aaron Rodgers was established in there it was widely known that Denver was in on Aaron Rodgers before Hackett was even hired they were in on Rodgers after that after Hackett was hired but they were in on Russell Wilson as well, you know, that the weekend, you know, it was very reported, I think by Adam Schefter that before the weekend, before that trade was even made, the, um, they were in deep deep conversation with Seattle about what that trade was, was going to look like. Um, and then they were kind of waiting to see, on. Where Aaron Rodgers was gonna go if he was gonna leave Green Bay, ask for a trade and all that. Um, Early in that week, they you know they got the notification that yeah, Rodgers is gonna stay in Green Bay, and so they just ended up finalizing that that trade with Seattle. Yeah, it was Russell Wilson Plan B in Rodgers um, Plan A in that situation, a hundred percent. But the 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 grass was you know the seeds were planted and all that for Russell Wilson way before rogers even made his mind just in case they had they hadn't planned on ready to go um going back to you know the D'Amico ryan situation you know going like and i think i said this at the beginning of the episode um going into this hire harbaugh was the target was was either plan a or plan b sean payton was the other we couldn't really get a clear answer about who was option one option two um i think i think it was I can't remember who it was. I think it was actually someone from D M V R. They turned around and said the Peyton was plan A. Um, and that and that was their focus. Um, I think Demi, you know, then they I then they it is why you know they went into the D'Amico Ryans interview that D'Amico Demico Ryan's blew them away. And D'Amico Ryan's is someone that I was very much in on and would lo- and was very actually ecstatic. Um, if if he was hired. I think he's a a, a young defensive-minded genius that it hasn't fully blown yet or not blown, but blossomed. Um, And there was a lot of potential. Yeah. You, you got the, you got the, the scare factor of like, all right, well, you just got done hiring a supposed offensive minded genius in Nathaniel Hackett. You really want to take a swing again with D'Amico. I think D'Amico is different. I think D'Amico was someone you could have took that swing with. Um, But it was also also widely known that Houston was very much in on D'Amico, which makes sense. And it also makes sense why D'Amico was in on him. Because you know that's the team that drafted him back in, I think it was 2006. He spent six years with them, um, but you know his family's still there, his wife's there, his kids are there. You know he's still got a love, uh, still got a lot of love, love for Houston and his basically it, an emotional decision from D'Amico that he was going to go to Houston, which is still weird because he's also the one that sued Houston <laughs> for his career-ending injury. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I don't think Denver could really compete with Houston when there's emotion um truly driven behind that career path of choice for him. Yeah, I don't know what do you think, Julian.
2: Um hmm. uh, I don't know, man. I I just I'm happy for the Broncos, dude. I'm glad it's finally over. I think part of me like you said, JC, it's it's it was it was uh it was the whole time. Which would have been hell of a hire. I think I, I kind of would prefer, if there's a preference of mine, I would
0: prefer Harbaugh over. Can shoes. I say, I think Harbaugh's one of the biggest pussies I think I've ever seen in this. <laughs> like, if you want the job that bad, what's what's the hesitancy? Like, all the reporting was Money saying... Money in Michigan. Dude, fuck Michigan. You're not doing anything in Michigan. What is the th- what is the one thing you can point to at Michigan and say, yep, I this is what I've done, and I can hang my hat on that?
2: My thing is, I think... You... You get a lot of more control in the in college than you've done in the NFL. And in, in college, you can do whatever the fuck you want for the most part.
0: But to me, well, it's to like a certain he was point, saying he no, was that's saying, what I'm saying for the most part. The Denver job is the only job I would take. Well then fucking take it, dude. What the fuck? Like they want you. They went back to you even after you said I'm going to Michigan or I'm gonna stay in Michigan. And yet here's Sean Payne getting announced today. Like well, I don't I don't understand what's the point. And I wanted to ask you Benner. I know who was it, Cody or Will that was in on Rossberg to stay as the coach? Like, well, how well, how much of that were you in to keeping him at just as the the same role? So he, it, he looked like he had control of that team.
1: Well, so and it it, and, it, and it it was Cody that made you know that you know pleaded his case for Rossberg, and I don't know and you know all of the Cody. I don't know if he like was truly like all in on Rossberg as much more just like, hey, here's a um, like we're going to give him the benefit of doubt. And this is like, we're going to plead his case for Rosberg anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like Rosberg. Rosberg has been around the league for God knows how long he's been in so many different situations, so many different locker rooms, his specialty, you know, he's a, he's a very renowned special teams coordinator. Um, if I you know i i say i'm indifferent on the sean payton hire i don't think i'd be really any enthusiastic (laughs) about the rosberg hire and it's not any it's It's not not sexy it was something that's not sexy or anything it's more of just like um i i look at that and i you know if if they truly like hired jerry rosberg to take that role i'd be looking at the at the um the The Broncos you know, ownership team and it was like, did you do a search? Like, how extensive actually was this? You know, like that, like, you know, hiring Rosberg. Good lord, I'm going to start comparing the Broncos ownership and how they handle hirings to the Colorado Rockies because every single damn hire that team makes is within and it's promotions. So, you know, that would absolutely terrify me. Of just like, where is the direction of this team going? Um, are we really just going to just hire from within and instead of actually um, exploring all options out there? Like, the like if they promoted Evero, like, at least give me, at least hopefully, if they hired Evero, I would hope they would at least did some very extensive, you know, search from outside Dove Valley. Like, if they immediately promoted Rosberg, that just sounds like, no, they didn't do any search whatsoever. So I think <laughs> I'd actually been pretty upset about that one.
0: Yeah, I just thought I would ask because, know. I mean, he he didn't look too bad as a
1: coach, but, I mean, no, like, I, mean I think at the game, same – What was it, three games, four games? I mean, yeah. It was two 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 games. and yeah, I, two. I, yeah. I think more of that one. It's not more of just like is Rosberg able to be a head coach. I think it's more just Rosberg's just been around the league for 20-plus years, and he is just – has the respect that he deserves – um, and I think the players, you know, the players got that. And I think that was a massive factor of it. I don't truly, you know, Rossberg actually could have been, ended up being a, a good head coach. I don't know. Um, I actually also feel at the same time that we, you can see Rossberg back on this staff um, here shortly. You know, there was- I think report- so too. It was reported by you know Ian Rapport. He said that yeah, the Broncos and Rossberg have parted ways because his contract ended, so they didn't renew him. But Rapport also said like there is mutual interest and like uh, a respect between the two parties that Rossberg could easily be be brought back in some role. And you know if Sean Payton turns, I said yeah, I want Jerry to be my special teams coordinator. I am not going to question that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like. Yeah, shout out to Cody for bringing that up. It was a good conversation on one, but yeah. like, I, I like, I don't really truly know if Rosberg was ever actually truly in consideration, and I don't think it's something that Broncos country and Broncos fans would have truly been ecstatic about.
2: It's not the sexy hire for man eight. Sometimes, not the sexy hire is the one way to go. Look at Arthur Smith, mm-hmm. guy.
1: Is Arthur Smith really a sexy hire though, Julian?
2: He's not, but look at him. He's he's revamped that offense without a quarterback. So
0: Can you throw the ball to Pitts, please? Thanks. Um well, if yeah. Pitts never re- 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 relay yeah, that um, message please. to him, bro. Can you throw the ball to Pitts in London? It's
2: it's Thanks. more like can we get Pitts out on the field, please, and we can do that.
1: I mean, I think you just need to relay a, a number of messages there to Atlanta based for fantasy owners. Can you for God's sakes help us?
2: <laughs> can we can we talk about the Texans, though, too, because this is kind of under the rug. Huge, Since huge Payton, hire. Since Pink got hired. Obviously, it happened like 20 minutes after. It was crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: um, I love this hire, Wait, man. I texted can- this last week, bro. D'Amico Ryan's is, is – yeah. oh, wow. I don't know. I like him, bro. He's former – I'm a huge fan of former players being coaches. Really am. I am, too. They, I am, they too. Know, they know the gist of it. They know the ins and outs. They, they can relate to players the most, and – I was like, if this man goes to Denver, I I as much as I'm not a fan of the Broncos, I would love to see that team thrive on D'Amico. Anywhere, anywhere Domico Ryan's went, I want to see him succeed. he is a hell of a coach, bro. He he impressed with the Niners. Did
0: you did you guys see that report? I don't know if you got that alert. That kinda ESPN leaked it. Like they had, they said they reported 49ers have asked permission for the Panthers to uh, interview Steve Wilkes. That was before anything was reported. I'm like, what the fuck did I miss the announcement? That's what and I had. The, like, I had
1: the exact same reaction. Yeah, I was, I was just like, like, what? <laughs> and then I kind of spent like like 15 minutes. Like, all right, so where's the D'Amico Ryan's <laughs> hire announcement? And I just didn't see it. The only the only thing I saw was just the Houston Texans just be like, yeah, we interviewed him a second time. <laughs> That's yeah, it.
0: That, I agree with you, Julian. I think he's he's a, a massive hire for that team. I think him coming back home, it means a lot to him. He's gonna take this shit very seriously. And I think they're gonna give him a they're gonna give him a shot. This isn't Levy Smith. This isn't uh what was his name? The other coach I already forgot his name.
1: The I think Houston forgot his name too.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever the guy's name was before Levy Smith. Um, you know, they fire they they're not gonna do a one and done with Bryant. So they're gonna give him a chance to really build out this team. They have a lot of assets, um, uh, they have a lot of uh good potential in players. So I'm in, I'm gonna be interested to see what he does, what they do. I mean, report reportedly they're in a bidding war for the first overall pick. So we'll see if they get that or you know who what reported, happens.
1: Who reported that?
0: Um, I'll pull it up in a bit, but supposedly Indianapolis and Houston are gonna to try to acquire the first overall pick from the Bears. So
2: I did see uh, that. Um, that it should I don't know that I did see that they want to give. The Texans want Bryce Young. They love Bryce yeah. Young, um, and they'll probably trade up to get him
1: if they have to. So. I mean, Houston's going to get one or the other with where they true. are. I think. Yep. I think you. I think you just truly need to find out and understand if they can. If they can find some way getting an idea of who Indianapolis likes, Levy's, then they can.
0: Or Levi's whatever you say his last name.
1: No, nah, I think. I think Indy was <laughs> one of. Levis. I think Indy wants Stroud. but
2: I think Carolina does, too. This is why it's going to be an interesting yeah. draft. Because, I mean, they just hired Frank Wright. If we want to talk about the third hire real quick. I mean, they got him. And Frank Wright's really well with quarterbacks. And, uh, of course, the Panthers are tired of having fucking Mel you know, Baker and all these quarterbacks in the roster. They want a guy who could just stay for there forever. And yep. that's Stroud and Young. Those Two days ago,
0: to Todd McShay reported Colts and Texans to get in
1: a bidding war for the number one pick. Good Lord, Chicago's going to come out of this looking like an absolute bandit.
2: (laughs) Oh, dude, and then they got the most cap. So this is is just nasty.
1: You You want to talk about a quick rebuild?
2: Yeah. You already got a franchise quarterback. Did did you guys see that
0: Warren Sapp report? I it's Warren Sapp, right? He's not a reporter, but he said that he heard from Chicago, like he has inns in Chicago that they're trying to package Justin Fields so they can get Bryce Young.
1: No.
2: Uh, I think it's bullshit, but yeah, I, a part of me, a little part of me is like, uh, we'll see. Shit,
0: crazy shit has happened in the NFL. So, yeah, I mean, what, that Arizona year where they said, "Nah, Rosen's our guy," and
1: they mm-hmm. they traded his ass and got Murray. Yeah. So, wow. Well, I mean, that's just saving face. So wait, so going back to that report from the, <clears throat> the fake from the fake Warren Sapp. Um, <laughs> So, like, are they, you said they're trying to package Justin Fields in, like, they're, these... try, they're
0: trying to trade Justin Fields so they can just draft Bryce Young. So they want okay. to trade him for whatever they can get.
1: Okay. So it's not that they're trying to trade him to, like, Houston or. No, just
0: whoever wants him gets him and then they can get Young.
2: Dude, imagine the Bears. This is just crazy talk, but the Bears trade up to the Texans and the Texans give up the second, the 12th, and other shit. The Bears will have three first round picks, three top. 15 for sure. Nick Casario needs to be 15.
0: arrested and fired immediately if that trade happens. Yep.
2: yep. <laughs> they
0: need to they need to get that man whatever drugs he's on. If they trade for Fields for the second and whatever dumbass pick they throw in there, 12. he needs to be fired imid- immediately. If is...
1: <laughs> if if Houston gives up both the 1st and the 12 for Justin Fields, wow. <laughs> that it's just crazy talk. That's well, that's, what, know. that's you never that's, know. That's one of those scenarios that like you, everyone yells bullshit in no way that actually happens until it actually happens, and we all have <laughs> right. to and we all have to sit back and just be like, "Well, what the okay. fuck?"
0: <laughs> yeah, the bears bears cannot mess this up. Like they have the, everything set up perfectly for them. They need to just not fuck it up. But Houston, getting back to Houston, let's, let's segue back to them. What do you think he brings to this defense? You know, they they got a lot of young guys on that that defensive side. Do you think they'll go defense heavy in the draft? Like, what do you think Ryan's does for this team? Uh, we'll start with you, Benner.
1: Um, I think immediately what he immediately brings in is he brings in someone that understands the Houston fan base and understands the Houston culture and what they were trying to build back under the, the Bill O'Brien era. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he's someone that cares deeply about this team and wants to see it uh, see it succeed, and he's gonna. I think he's gonna do whatever he can to get there. You know, a lot of people think, Hey, you'll hear in a couple weeks, you'll probably see JJ Watt on that staff as you know, defensive line coach or something. Um, you know, we'll see. I don't know if that's if that's a positive or a negative. I don't know really what you how you want to see it. Um, but I think you, I think you ha- have a guy that, um, kind of how Julian. You know, touching them, but understand understands the players and truly is a player's coach. You know, he's only 38 years old, so he's like he's still around the age of a lot of these players in that locker room, um, and can relate to them easy like very easily. Um, and can bring in some fresh ideas both on, on defensive side, and then it just it the one thing is it, it's hard to judge on, on any new head coaching hire because it truly go comes down to who would they bring in on their staff. You know, I think I think Demico Ryan's has a lot of relationships and has established a lot of connections around the league where he can bring in some veteran guys on that staff to help him. But until he until we actually see who he brings in, it's hard to judge you know what he brings and what it's going to be. You know, prime example, you know, we want to talk about the Broncos again like Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett was seen as a tremendous hire and a, a home run coach, you know, picked by the by the Broncos. He put together an abysmal staff, and we saw how that turned out. So, it's, I guess, in my opinion, it's hard to truly judge a head coaching hire um until you see the full picture of who they bring in. It's, you know, like I said, it's why I'm indifferent about the payton hire, right? Sean payton hire right now. Yeah. What about you, Julian? Bro,
2: he, I
1: think, I'm curious
2: where Casario goes with this, like, draft award, like the draft and shit. Like, because, and with the Fortnite, I kind of relate there, like, Kyle Shanahan is an offensive-minded coach. He's a genius. But John Lynch kept drafting, like, most, for the most part, defensive players, like, with their high draft picks. Like, the exception of, like, I'm thinking Brendan Ayuk. Other than him, like, they, they went pretty defense, like like Kinlaw. Like, they, they went defense first, and they did it because I feel like they understood, like, Shanahan um, is an offensive genius, and let's just kind of let him work with what he has, and then let's just improve the defense, or that's going to need more attention. And I think the Casera should do that here too, bro. Like they should just go offense heavy. Let's let's just rely on a lot of the young pieces. Like, you know, let's, you know, let's trade let's trade a tack or let's trade to Tunsil and draft another tackle. Let's let's go out there and trade cooks and see what we can get. And just keep building the offense back um to offensive young pieces and then just let Ryans deal with because you mentioned that they have a young defense. They have singletary out there. I, I didn't forget about him. And I think Ryan's can can kind of just work with what he has for now and see where it goes.
0: I forgot they have cooks as an asset too. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean they they have a lot of stuff to do, a lot of work to mm-hmm. get done. But I'm I'm glad they have a coach, to where they don't have to worry about getting rid of him mid season. The Texans too. are lucky,
2: bro. And I will say yeah. this: Texans are hella lucky because, he, especially Ryan's being a black man, like you fired Lovey Smith, and he, I had they had no reason to fire him in my opinion. I know they had a bad season, but it's a rebuilding year. Yep. Um. You fired a black head coach after one year. That should send them Dude. like. That should like ruffle the feathers of a lot of black coaches out there. But Ryan's just is really in love with the city of Houston because he played there, um, and he's a hell of a coach. So the Texans got so fucking lucky with the hire of this because the ownership and shit always steps their toes. Management. I don't. like, I'm not a big Casario guy. Like it's just it's just a shit show. And, and the only positive thing right now is Ryan's, um, and that young squad that they have.
1: Well, hell, I don't think there's a lot of people that are Cancerio fans. But (laughs) I mean, at the same time, it's like, I mean, Houston, like, how Houston's handled these, the coaching situations or coaching hires the last three years has been massively questionable. You know, they, before Lovey Smith, like the guy that Jay, like JC was talking about, I can't remember his name either. He was a black man as well. Yep, that's what I'm saying. They hired, they fired two back to back
0: after one year. Like, come on.
1: Yeah. And now you turn around and hire. Uh, you know a third and again domingo ryan's is a tremendous hire but it's just like yo like you know what what are we doing over here um like are you david cully there you go dude yeah david god i don't even think that man's still in the league um (laughs) but i mean you have to actually truly look at the houston Texans. like yo like are you taking are you taking this seriously right now
0: Looking like the Browns' coaching history, like they were just firing dudes after one year all the time. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it. It was not good. Not good at all. <laughs> yeah, but the Texans
2: are really fortunate enough to have a guy sure. who really loves the city of Houston and, and is in love with the with the Texans fan base because he used to play there. Yep. Uh, because there's no coach right there that was available that can connect to the players as much as Ryan's is. So I I give him a lot of props. Um, he's going to get his staff. I'm curious to see who's going to get in. I don't know if there's any reports out there, but who's his offensive coordinator going to be really curious about that. Honestly, it would have shocked me if it's somebody from the 49ers um, coaching staff that maybe wants a promotion outside of, you know, others, but we'll see. Um, but the Texans got a hell of a hire. I love this. It's a shame that they're not getting the attention right now because of Sean Payton, um, but it's fine. That somebody they, re- take- they really
1: did it under the rug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: They did, which is shocking to me, but. It's fine. Well, at some point, people will acknowledge Ryan's, and he'll have a press conference, and it'll be okay. So,
0: I mean, after the year that they had, the past two years that they had, I mean, it's not they should be acknowledging him anyway. Like that, Mm -hmm. the defense—he, the I mean, obviously he inherited a good unit, but I feel like just under him, they were just super aggressive. To me, Salah's—you know—they were a little shaky with him at times. Both Ryan's, I mean. They were just – they were like heat-seeking missiles out there the way they were playing. So, I can only imagine how he's, what he's going to bring to Houston and, you know. you know he tri- Denver tri- and Houston, bro, they're lucky. Lucky, yeah. lucky, luckies.
1: I'll put a – I'll just I'll, – I'll throw this comment out there. Like, on, under D'Amico, that, on that San Francisco defense, Fred Warner uh, easily established himself as the best middle linebacker in the league. Yep. That's yeah. true. Um, and then Nick Bosa looks far and, a, far and behold better than his brother.
0: Yep, and, that's not even a debate. He's the better Bosa no doubt.
1: he is, he is. But it's also like I I would also make the case that like, you know that that D'Amico Ryan's leadership is is a massive factor on that. Yeah, it's well, just yeah. I don't know, man.
2: A lot of former former players, man, becoming hell of a coaches. I'm a big fan of Ryan's. I'm a big fan of Gerard Mayo. JC knows that. I I wish he was the DC in Atlanta. I'm
0: glad we kept but. him.
2: Yeah, he's he's gonna be a stud coach too soon. Watch, trust me. he's, he's gonna be the next a.
0: Pat's right. coach. He's already the we'll assistant see. coach. We'll
2: see. Bill you know, you know, a him. lot
0: of reports are coming out. You know, Ryan's took it personally. You know, he everybody was saying that Robert Sala was Drexler. He's Jordan. He took. No, I was kidding. Okay, <laughs> right, <weird>. right, <laughs> shout, shout out to Julian boy Tony Romo. But uh <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we we could just leave it there. I don't know if. There's anything else to add? Just Denver, I guess, uh, got their fourth chance. Or per- their fourth... <laughs> predictions on
2: the next two coaching hires that are still available. Was it Arizona and who's the other team that needs a coach still?
0: Uh... Who's left? Indy, Indy, Indianapolis. Indy's gonna fucking keep Jeff Saturday, bro. I Jimmersey. think is that's good. gonna.
2: I think he's gonna. I think Chris Ballard's gonna leave if Saturday comes back. Because <laughs> was fucking. I don't blame him. all these coaches. Said, <laughs> said, I don't, I don't, it, don't blame said, "Fucking do back Saturday."
1: I don't know. Um. So I think for mine, I think um, the Indianapolis, side, I think they're actually going to take a really good look at uh, Mike Kafka, the offense coordinator for the Giants. That's, that'd be mm-hmm. a good one. Um, I think
0: and, Cardinals, Lou and from
1: the Bengals. I mm-hmm. think it's, I think they're just going to hire within. I think they go Vance Joseph. Oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say that, that's my response too, but it's just like he was, he was already linked, um, you know, before the coaching search started. And you know, it's just like he's he's just been kind of quiet on that front, hmm.
2: having the time of his life.
1: God, that is burned into my head. <laughs> Broncos country was not having the time of their lives,
2: <laughs> That's Joseph, but well, see. I mean, what about see you? See who what do Disney's...
0: you think? Who do you think?
2: I, I, I was gonna agree with you with the Cardinals and get the Bengals D, D corner for guys name Marty, but uh. And then the Colts, I feel like Saturday, bro. I just yep. do. I think Ursa just always picks it's
0: gonna up. Be, it's going to be so wants. stupid, but you're yep. so right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think they already interviewed him twice. Um, I really haven't seen anybody else out of that, like, coaching search for them. So I truly think like that. the
2: only way Saturday leaves the Colts is if he decides, like, look, I love this franchise too much. I suck ass. Like, I, I can't do this <laughs> to them.
1: Yeah, he wouldn't admit it. What right now between the two parties of uh, Jeff Saturday is the intelligent one. He may that actually, is true. He yeah. may say that. Yeah, he may because uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think that's the case, but
2: we'll see. We'll see. I mean, at least we got the two big ones out of the way. I was really curious what the Broncos were going to do because I know. I was, I I was, I was really curious because Benner, I told you Benner, I love Ryan's and I was like, fuck, if he goes there, this is going to be a hell of a hire. And then when they heard reports that he, he loves Houston, he's just going to go there. I was like, Oh shit. Where's Denver going now? Because they, they swung and a miss in in our hard ball. They didn't really, (sighs) you know, the paint connection wasn't really the sexy one, for like it wasn't attractive between both parties. I was like, the Ryan one just seems perfect for them. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And then,
1: boom, they lost but, and they went back to Charlotte. Listen, man, at, at, this fan base had a rough weekend once again. I mean, you had people – there was a small percentage of them out there, like in their own little cult corner. They were like, the Broncos are going to hire Mike Shanahan again. It's like, no. Oh, <laughs> no, we're not. We're not going to do that. And then there was, there was another little following out there. Give the job to Peyton Manning. Oh, God. You the man the that. man makes the man makes insurance commercials he is not ready to be a head coach. Please stop. I can't handle this anymore. Hire <laughs> someone before I have a heart attack.
2: <laughs> well, they finally did and now they can move on and see what they need to do in the off So
1: Yeah, I can't can't wait for
0: Bounty Gate 2.0. Oh. No, All right, so either. so predictions for uh, who's going to get the Miami job next year when Mike Daniel gets fired?
1: I swear <laughs> to god I mean, Daniel gets fired I so could I could see it if they have Jim another Harbaugh. year Oh now at this at this point in time at Jim this Harbaugh's point done, in time bro. at this yes at this point in time Harbaugh is done literally he be enemy Oh god he's worse No <laughs> shot did you see that report that they're
0: saying the Titans and Ravens are interested in, being in me for an OC job like bro you think he's leaving Reed and Mahomes for fucking Tannehill and whoever the fuck the Ravens get at QB when Jackson leaves the, the
1: the man is the most comfortable job in the NFL all he has to do is be on that sideline and look pretty he doesn't call a single goddamn a, play he holds a laminated
0: page off for for 60 minutes while Reed calls the plays, he's chilling, bro. He anytime, I,
1: anytime I see him talking on the sideline, he's probably like, "Yo, what, what do you guys want to get after this game? What's your thing? Where do you want to go get some drinks?" That's probably what he's doing. Air Benenemy is like, I he gets like so hyped up because of the cheese. The man is probably the worst thing you could do to your franchise. Lobo the has no idea how to how to call plays off the field. He's probably gonna get another DUI at some point. So oh God. So you know if you, you know, I'm surprised Houston's not going after him, but you know <laughs> they got their
2: guy. So they got their guy. Fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Probably
0: spared. Um yep. all right, that's it. We can leave it there. Um yeah, we'll we'll leave it there. Obviously, go tune into the seven one nine sports show to hear the rant prior to the, oh yeah to the champagne hire. More, more details, I would love to to hear what's going on there. I haven't heard it yeah. yet, but yeah, uh, that
1: that episode looks so it's going to sound so weird now. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, it is what it it's,
0: is. It's hard to upload episodes when shit's happening and you know it you is. Know, what it is. It we
2: didn't know they were gonna get
1: yeah. I was sitting there editing that episode last night I was like these fuckers are gonna hire someone like three hours after I post this and like what happened <laughs> yeah, <fine.
2: laughs> you got your guy better
1: and I triggered it I'm taking claim I triggered it Yep. Now you can hey, go tell your at, boy
2: uh, Albright to not get everything right or to get everything wrong whatever he's doing out there he keeps fighting people again you can go he's, uh, gonna, he's
1: gonna fight people no matter what
0: you can work at a True. DNRV sports now, Benner. You're good.
1: Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll go try that.
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. Follow our social medias. As I say, go tune in to seven one nine sports show. The link will be down below, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.